Hey, we're Dan and Danielle McCauley, and welcome to your new favorite marriage encouragement podcast, Married Up. A moment of truth to keep your marriage moving in the right direction. Sponsored by A Better Us. For more marriage resources, visit MarriedUp.net. So hey, welcome to the Married Up podcast. I'm sitting across from a beautiful woman here who is my bride, Danielle Ah, thank you, honey. Hi, everybody. I'm a beautiful bride with paint all over my hands. <laughs> white you paint. So you're just going for the bride look on your hands? Yeah. No. It, yes, it's white paint. It's from me doing all of the baseboard painting all this morning all and yesterday. All the little touch-up, tedious yes. stuff. that All that fun stuff you have to deal with in life yes. when you have a house. Yes. You know what? Thanks for doing that. Lots of exciting things going on around the house today, but this is probably going to be the best part. Uh, Well, I hope so. You know, we, so I'll tell our listeners every night, um, most of the time, just school nights, Monday to Friday, when we're sitting at the table with our kids, we always say, ask, you know, everybody go around the table and say your favorite part of the day. So are you inferring that your favorite part will be the painting? No, the opposite. I was about to say my favorite part is going to be recording this podcast with you today. Okay. Isn't that nice? That is lovely. Okay. (laughs) Well, let's see how it goes. (laughs) So today we're going to be talking about listening. Listening to each other, listening to your spouse, listening skills, the importance of listening. Mm -hmm. It's so important. Yeah, so <laughs> well, you're going to do gonna all say, the talking and I'm going to do all the listening. Oh, is that how it's going today? Yeah, okay. opposite of usual. <laughs> well, I don't know, try and trade off. Um, so I've heard that um, that listening, or sorry, that being heard is so close to being loved that to most people they're indistingu- indistinguishable. Mm-hmm. Let me try that word again. Indistinguishable. indistinguishable. Say that 10 times fast. No, thank you. <laughs> it means you can't tell the difference. That's right. what it means. Yeah. So that that when someone feels like they're heard, like they've been really heard, they've someone's taken the time and the effort to hear and understand their heart on whatever, mm-hmm. that that is as close to the feeling of love uh, for most people as you can get. I would definitely say as a woman, I feel like women definitely want that. Like when when we want to unload some things on on our husband, we just want you to listen. We don't always want you to fix our problem, mm. but we just want to be heard. We want you to hear us out on what we have to say. Yeah. So I would agree. Let me ask this to you who are listening, who in your marriage of the two of you is the better listener, would you say? I'm not asking you necessarily. Quite <laughs> He's yet. getting a look across the table. <laughs> I knew I knew it was going to be happening when we decided to do this topic. You were going to think that I was going to say that I'm the better listener out of the two of yes, us. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Wait, are you admitting that? Yes. Oh, yes, there was I a pause, am. but you did. Yes. <laughs> I, I think I, I probably am. I think I probably am out of the two of us. But... I am not perfect at it. And and I would say this, we have, so I don't know how it is in in your marriage, those of you who are listening, but we have some specific ways that we fail to listen to each other. So so can you let me say mine? I'd rather, (laughs) okay. I'd rather say it than you. So I am kind of the queen of, you know, Dan uh, is saying something or explaining something and I like interject with a question or something before and he'll say, just wait a minute. It was coming. I I was going to tell you, you have to just listen. 
So that's one of my faults is interrupting and not not letting you get it all out. Right. And I was thinking the that what the reason that you do that um, is because you talk really slow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, no that's not what I was thinking. Possibly. <laughs> um, it maybe a little bit, but you are. It's because as I was thinking about this, is because you are a verbal processor. Yes. So whereas yes. I'm listening and I'm thinking about what you're saying in my head, you're kind of like thinking out loud. But the only problem is that that thinking out loud interrupts me from getting the rest out that right. I wanted to say. Yes. So when I'm trying to figure something out on the computer, I'm literally step by step speaking what I'm do- trying to figure out. And that's the same way when we're when we're talking. Yeah. So it's not, it's not terrible. It's not terrible. It's not terrible, except that, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think you retain what I say a lot of the time. <laughs> now, in one ear uh, and out the other is what you're maybe trying to a little say. bit. Okay. Now, on the other hand, I fail to listen. I, I, I maybe do a little bit better at listening than you. I do retain more, I think, but I fail to listen in that um, I, I think a mile a minute. Like I think I'm I I I know where you're going before you get there, and and you or do you? <laughs> a lot of the time I do. Okay. I literally can answer the question you're asking in the first three words. I've done that before. Yes, and you yet have. You want to say the other thirty words, anyways? Yes, and I'll complain like, let me just get my thought out. Right, and this is where I fail, and and where I'm trying to do better is to is to learn to just let you say it and let you. Uh, express yourself and still want to say like you and this is one of the things i wanted to talk about in communications and the difference between men and women even so over the years we've become friends with and done some traveling with bill and pam farrell mm-hmm. who and he wrote or they wrote together um men are like men are like waffles women are like spaghetti yes. and he edited one of my books that's right actually oh, they two have, of like, them yeah they have like 50 something books or something. Yeah, they're, they're amazing. Awesome. But I remember specifically Bill saying that uh, um, that women want to get all the words out. Like we want that men, we should let the women finish their sentence. Exactly what I'm failing to do when I do that. <laughs> yes. And, and he's compared it to like the, the act of the woman speaking is actually, well, he, he's also said this. I remember, I, I remember a lot about this cause I, I, I tuned in and I, and I listened, <laughs> but, um, that for the women, when they're sharing their life with you, that's, that's because men, they want to be intimate with you and they want, they're knitting their life to, to yours. They're connecting their life to yours. Mm-hmm. So the very act of the communication is an, as a, an expression of love and it's a, and it's them uh, wanting to be connected to us. And if we cut that off and don't let it happen, um, I remember specifically Bill has compared it to uh, guys. Can you imagine how it would feel if we were leading up to or in an in intimacy with our with your wife? A different type of intimacy. A different intimacy, <laughs> physical intimacy. And then it's cut short and you never get to finish. Oh, man. That, you must that, be so frustrated. That you kind of tension or that kind of tension or frustration that we as guys uh, would feel in that moment. He's saying, guys, try to understand. There's, there's a. That it's is not a exactly great the same, analogy, but it's a, it's a little bit of a parallel there. Yes. That, that the women uh, want to be able to 
finish their sentence, tell the story, get that out. It's an act of love. It's it's connecting their lives to ours. Um, another couple that were, um, depending on when this comes out, uh, we may have already been touring with them, but we're uh, you know about to is yes, Les we're and very Leslie Parrot. Excited, very excited to tour with Les yeah. and Leslie. And and I remember Les and Leslie Parrot talking about how um, the guys want the report, mm-hmm. and girls, the 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 women more want the rapport. Yes. So guys, when it comes to communication, we're we're often more like, give me the report. Give me the stats. Give me the, I want to know. What are we doing? You come in at the end of the day. It's tell me how your day went. I want the bullet, the bullet points. I want to hear, you know, what do I need to know? That kind of thing. Whereas the women, it's about the rapport. I cringe. When you said, I just want the bullet points, I was cringing at that, in that moment. Just the thought of having to just give you bullet points is misery. Right. Because it's very much the same as what Bill Farrell is saying. It's the rapport. It's that time of of talking through the details of the day is her knitting her life to yours so that you can feel the same way about mm-hmm. things, guys. Um, so that's... Yeah. A big difference. I mean, so everything we've been talking about thus far has been definitely um, within marriage, wives and husbands. But I think even bigger than that as a whole, as people, we often, and you may have heard this um, for everyone who's listening to us right now, um, that people often listen uh, when someone's talking, waiting to respond, wait, calculating yeah. what they want to say. Um, they're not really fully engaging with their whole self, listening to the other person so they can understand. And man, that's, I think, why communication is such a huge issue. They've, they've said, um, reports have been that communication is one of the biggest issues in marriage. And if there's communication breakdown, then, you know, assuming or misinterpreting or, you know, things like this start to happen. But when we truly just sit and listen, okay, your turn, you've got the conch. The conch. Yes. I thought of that. Your turn. I'm just going to sit here and listen to you and hear hear your heart rather than, okay, I know what you're going to say. I'm coming back with this. That's, that's the issue. I remember you saying your mom would always say you have two eyes, two ears and one mouth, Mm -hmm. like do more listening than talking. And I mean, we love to talk. We're doing a podcast here, but (laughs) we need to listen too. Right. Um, I've heard it said the first duty of love is to listen. The, the first duty of love. Wow. It's very connected to that first quote we talked about, right. which is that that's what makes someone feel loved is when they feel heard. Mm-hmm. And how else, let me think about it this way. How else in a marriage can we learn to serve hmm. each other unless we hear how the other person feels? Yes. How, what, what are their needs? What's working for them? What's not? Mm-hmm. What is their love language? Yeah. And what, you need to have space. There's, you know, I remember on Sunday we were singing, sorry, I just interrupted you. (laughs) (laughs) That's totally fine. Real life here. We're keeping it real. But I was just thinking of that song that we sang at church on Sunday, I will make room for you. And it was talking about making room for God because so he can allow, um, we can allow him to speak into our Mm -hmm. lives, but we need to make room to hear our spouse. If we're just passing ships, we're so busy and we're not really taking the time and making room to hear their heart. How can we love them properly? Right. You can't. You can't. You do, you, because 
without without healthy communication, all you have are assumptions. Yeah. I could think that you think everything is totally fine. Right. I could think that you're thrilled with our sex life and you're thrilled with uh, everything else going on around the house. And right. really, you're not. So we need to set up times where we can make room for each other and and ask questions. And um, in a little bit, I'm going to share some questions. I'm going to ask you a few questions Uh-oh. and listen. Um, let me just say a couple things. So I said your mom said you have two eyes, you have two ears and one mouth. I'm sure you moms, you have probably said that to your kids before. But even more importantly, the Bible does have things to say about listening. So mm. I want you guys to tune in and to take this in. James 1.19 says, Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. That's James 1.19. Quick to hear. Yes. Basically what your mom was saying. Slow to speak. Yeah. That was... Um, that was, you know, taken from Proverbs, that little saying. So Proverbs 18.13 says, If one gives an answer before he hears, it is his folly and shame. Or her. Because <laughs> I, I was a little convicted when I read that this morning. Proverbs 18.2 says, A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion or her opinion. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking about that. And then finally, um, Proverbs eleven fourteen says this, where there is no guidance, a people fall, but in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. And I just um, thought, you know what? Um, we need to listen to people who are more beyond in, in years than us in our marriage, mm-hmm. who are um, people that we would look to and say, hey, they're doing it right. Um, we need to be teachable and listen to them as well, mm-hmm. because they're going to have wisdom to share with us. So I thought that was so good. So when it comes to in the context of marriage, it's important that we learn to listen to one another. And it's important that we learn to actively listen, mm-hmm. to listen empathetically, which is kind of what you were talking about. Not sitting there thinking up your answer. Right. But instead, resisting especially the urge to do that. Especially in a fight, especially when there's conflicts. Right. So I've heard Gary Chapman talk about uh, during a conflict, you're sitting there listening, but you're not listening. You're loading your gun right. for your response. Yeah. You're, you're about ready to fire and back. that is not helpful. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. So you're listening empathetically. You're thinking about how do they feel. Guys, you're listening to our wives and we are resisting the urge to problem solve, but instead thinking about... What is she expressing to me about her feelings? She wants me to understand how she felt today when XYZ happened. And, and that's, she's knitting her life towards mine or, or to mine in the mix of that. And guys, when it, when, we, when we're listening to our wives, sometimes there's a, a temptation there to go, okay, what's the point? Get to the point of this. <laughs> okay. You know, you, please tell me, you've never thought that, right? Oh, anyways, moving along. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I don't need to know the color of the house you drove by and what she was wearing and this other person said and did and the way they looked at you and all that. That's the temptation of us guys in those moments to drift off and think about that. But we uh, guys, you have to think about it this way. The journey is the point. Mm. Letting her express all that 
tell you about how what she experienced and how she felt about it. That is her knitting her life to, to yours and going on that journey with her is the point. And actively listening by thinking about what she's feeling. And not and, having the Jeopardy theme song in your in your head right? going. Yes. And and actively listening um good things like mm-hmm. Oh, little, yes. little things like, I know, I know, I fail oh, to do that sometimes. Oh boy, I know. here we go. I know, because we started off saying I'm a better listener, but sometimes you, you yeah, accuse me of not doing exactly that. that. You like, know, sometimes like I don't know. a brick wall. Or sometimes I genuinely, if I'm in the other room, don't know if you have your headphones on or not. Because the I same failed. response. I failed to is... do the thing that I'm advising people to do. <laughs> yes, I know. See, we we're a work in progress. I'm in, too, pro- I'm in process. I am I am working on that. And then the last thing I was going to say about active listening is paraphrasing back. Oh, okay, yeah. To be able to say totally, or ask a question, a follow up question, or say or, or something that shows that you actually you heard, you yeah. understood. That's I make my kids do that all the time when I give them instructions. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, repeat back to me. Um, so. We were talking earlier about asking questions and, you know, the point is to feel heard. And when we feel heard, we feel loved, we feel connected. And I said, we need to make room for that. So I actually was just scouring the other night, uh, the internet and kind of making up my own little list of fun things. And I think what we'll do is we'll leave this list. I will either post it on our social media or on the website. We'll or, uh, we'll put it on marriedup.net. Yeah. It'll be in the show notes for yeah. this episode, marriedup.net. Yeah. So I always love to give one little nugget, one practical, tangible thing that couples can do. And so this has got to be one, the one for this, um, for this topic. So I would love for all of you to make room to find a time where you guys maybe on a date night or at the end of a day when the kids are in bed or something to ask your spouse some questions to figure them out. So I actually compiled some fun ones like what would you do if you won the lottery? What is your favorite memory of us dating? If you could time travel, which year would you travel to and why? So just kind of fun ones, but peppered in are some real questions that will really help you hear your spouse in your relationship. Something like, what is something you'd like to do together that we've never done before? So just things like that, where you can um, hear out your spouse and be connected to them. So I'm going to give you, before we go, I know oh I know, time is up. I'm going to give you one or two of these questions, just okay. the fun ones. We'll do the real... You're not going to ask me a deep probing question here no. on the podcast. Something no. fun? Yeah. Okay. okay. Shoot. Okay. So here's one of the fun ones. What is your ideal meal for your last supper? Like, this is it. You know, you're kicking the bucket. <laughs> Wait a second. Are you planning There's my last be supper no already? Re- you know, no consequences. You're not going to have remorse. Oh, man. What would be your last supper? Chinese food buffet. <laughs> I'm like sorry, one of those really low something. end ones. You were hope- no. I guess because you won't have the repercussions at like three o'clock in the morning. You were hoping <laughs> I'm going out anyway. I'm going out on the job. Uh, you were hoping for something that you cook? Was that your No, I, I honestly I I I didn't know. Well, yeah, now that you say that you love Chinese. I was gonna um, if it's something you cook, it. it might be the uh, the pork roast or the um, balsamic chicken marsala okay i mean you didn't i but wasn't looking if for it's you to anything say anything. i would just load up on msg and, and sodium <laughs> and just say buffet. jesus take me now 
Can I answer what I, I think, because I was actually think of, thinking of this. I would do a gigantic bowl of fettuccine Alfredo, like some creamy, creamy, heavy pasta. And I won't add any chicken or broccoli or anything healthy in it. Just one big bowl of pasta and then to uh, finish it up, to chase it down, chocolate mousse Oreo cake. Like what? my favorite, you know, the one I make for my birthday every year. Okay. And just leave in the fridge and keep, and leave a fork in there and just go take bites. That one. Yeah. That's okay. what it would be. I, I resisted the urge to cut you off, but I, I would have sworn when you said a giant bowl, I thought I knew for sure Ice where you were cream? going. Remember how I said at the beginning of this that I thought. You thought. I thought and you were that I would, was able to complete your sentences. Complete your sandwiches, but <laughs> but I was I was totally wrong. You thought Exhibit I was going to say I didn't. We didn't even plan this. I thought you were going to say a giant bowl, bowl of, of mint cream. tingling ice cream yes. with, with busted Kit up Kit Kats in it. <laughs> See, I'm not far off, but that's not what you said. No, there we go. But can there, I, I will add that. I will totally add that in. Yeah, and but then, it wasn't my the first thing that came to my mind. And then when you when you went to dessert, I thought, oh, now she's gonna say it, and I was gonna say it. That's a lot of cream because you did right. creamy thing. But then you didn't even go there then. No. Okay, so we look ended, at us, people. We're just we ended with a, a, a an actual yeah, unplanned example <laughs> of what we started talking about. That yes. if you think you know, you don't necessarily know, and you need to actually listen. That's right, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this has been fun. We'll see you next time on Married Up. And it's you and me, babe, whatever comes. No hands are holding Have you checked out the marriage-building TV show, A Better Us, yet? We're so excited to be a part of the show, offering hope for marriages every week on national television in Canada and on YouTube in the U.S. Hosted by Ron and Ann Maines and often featuring yours mm-hmm. truly, we have expert guests on every show, like Dr. Gary Chapman, Drs. Les and Leslie Parrott, or Bill and Pam Farrell, offering great practical teaching. Right. And then we talk about our own experiences around the kitchen with other couples. It's a lot of fun, and we think you'll love it. Check it out on abetterus.tv or search A Better Us on YouTube now. And follow A Better Us on Facebook and Instagram for daily marriage memes and tips. For more information about our ministry, check out marriedup.net. 